On this episode of the Nos Deluge, we begin to discuss the Mormon Book of Moses, which is a reworking of the original biblical book of Genesis by Joseph Smith through inspiration. In it, we learn where the devil came from, why God created the world, and what man's role is in it, according to Mormon theology. This is an interesting one, so buckle up and enjoy. All right, Brandon, here we are. How's it going, Mark? Good. Got another one in the uh, started? Yes, what should we call this? This is a, this is a, uh, would this be considered an apocalypse? Yeah. Because of the vision and stuff? Yeah, I think so. All right. So this is, we're doing, this one's going to be interesting because, um, well, today we're doing uh, something from the Mormon scriptures, yeah, the, the Mor- Latter Day Saints. Yeah, we'll call um, them the Mormon. Mormon theology has a lot of deep things in it. Yeah. Okay. So you may have heard of the the Book of Mormon or the Golden Plates, the Mormon Bible, whatever you want to call it. I've heard it called all those things before. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, so, but this is the real, because the, 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 what they, you know, the, the gold Bible or the Book of Mormon, whatever, um, what isn't the Bible? It's not like the Mormon version of the Bible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a different, it's a different book. Yeah. It's, entirely. it's, it's a whole thing on the, you know, the story is that the people came from Jerusalem at 600 around BC. 600 yeah, yeah. The fall at of the time of what was it is yeah. the fall who was of Jerusalem it that, was, to that was preaching uh Jeremiah Lehi no well but the, the 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 main guy the one that they quote so much in Isaiah. the Mormon, Isaiah yeah. right that was at his time supposed to be uh no or was I, that was that earlier Isaiah was a few hundred years before that oh okay that's why they keep quoting him yeah. cuz they have anyway but it was at the time before they were that they came anyway. I don't want to go too much into the Book of Mormon. Yeah, this idea. episode's not. We're not reading the Book of Mormon on this episode <laughs> at all. We're just giving this you is, context. This is a different one where the okay. So so you have that where Joseph Smith had had these golden plates and that he, tra- and he, he translated, translated through his seer stone mm-hmm. and the this other thing that was buried with it, the Urim and Thummim. Supposedly, you know, that's yeah. what. But mainly from the seer stone, because and you'll see there's pictures of that out there now. Okay. Have you seen that? No. It's like a, it's just basically a ro- egg kind of shaped like a or a rock shaped like an egg, and it's black and brown. Yeah, that's the traditional. But that's seer stone, like in the in the in the nineteenth in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. There was a bunch of people with seer stones. I know, but if you ever if you ever look at the, the book, well, the early Mormonism and the Magic World View. Yeah, like you'll see their seer stones. I remember looking at that years ago, and I was like, "What the heck is this? These are we-. and all of a sudden, because you know, anyway, they don't look like something that you can look through. Yeah, they're not because you would you imagine it because the there was this Urim and Thummim that he had, you know, that was like these kind of glasses, almost. which 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 does which does 
uh, appear to be, or at least as the way it's described, is it does seem to be something you can look through. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, so the idea back in the day was that he was looking through these at the Book of Mor as he was looking through the characters uh-huh. on on the golden plates and doing it, and was translating. You know, and then there'd be somebody over on the other side that he was reading to. Yeah, like describe writing. Yeah, but the what it en- ends up the main way he did it was he had this seer stone that he found back when he was plowing a field. Years yeah, years, years before, before yeah. he even had known anything about the golden plates. And what he would do is he would block out the light mainly by looking in, in a hat, mm-hmm. you know, and and the words would appear to him and he'd... Yeah. I guess. So... Yeah. And Something- there's a whole essay on this, the on the Mormon... LDS.org. There's an essay on Joseph's translation where they talk about all this stuff. Okay. So anyway, it's but this is stuff that if you're if you're a member of the church, you didn't know any of this. <laughs> you yeah. had this other idea, and there's there's always pictures up on the in in the churches and stuff of him, you know, and oh, sure. and, and manuals and everything of it a different way. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, oh wait. He, he what's what's with the seer stone yeah this and he found it before and yeah it was something that he would use to try to find help people find treasure find yeah you know it lost, was a, it was but as part of the ancient yeah anyway i'm not so he, it's just if and if you read uh what's his name's book uh dang what's the guy's name who i don't know at west i think it's west Anyway, the guy that wrote, gosh, I don't uh, a book about a uh, uh, pretty accepted. Um, You're talking about rough stone rolling. Yeah, rough stone rolling. That was Richard Bushman. Richard Bushman, yeah, yeah. okay. West, that's not even close to West, West. Bushman. <laughs> <laughs> but you read his; he talks all about that too. Yeah, yeah, about he does. this stuff and and his his the idea Bushman had was that that actually his early days in. And, you know, treasure seeking and these different things were actually to help him prepare his mind. That's what that was a rationalization. Yeah, that it's a good one. He came up with. So anyway, or not that it's just but anyway. So is so your, is your the, segue that the the book that we're going to be going over today was also used? The Searson was used for or? No, that's oh, not. OK. My segue is. That was a totally different thing. Okay. You know, so the the Book of Mormon was a totally different text. This is actually goes more along the lines of what we've been reading and stuff with. This is actual after in 1830, Joseph Smith was commanded to start translating, retranslating the Bible. Yep. Because in the Book of Mormon, it talks about there's many plain and precious things that were taken out of the Bible that it was changed, you know, to fit different things, you know, to fit different narratives, things that were important were taken out of it. And, um, okay. So we're, but we're doing the book of Moses, um, in part because a lot of things that are in here are in, have been stuff that we've talked about, like a bigger vision of Enoch that's not included in the Bible. Um, Mm -hmm. At, and also Adam and Eve and what they knew, like yeah. and what they were taught. So anyway, we'll get to it. But so anyway, so in eight, uh, just a real quick, uh, 
so the the book of Moses, which we're going to be going over, is an extract from the book of Genesis of Joseph Smith's translation of the Bible, which he began in 1830. So, so it's from June 1830 um, to February 1831 that he okay he basically tra- did this. Yeah. So, and you'll you'll see kind of these extra things that are put in that he puts in. Anyway, I don't know really how to well the thing is is um a lot of the a lot of the trans the translation or or the that the joseph smith translation of the bible that he ended up doing yeah a lot of it is like pretty word for word what the bible has just a few things added or something yeah this has a whole sections that are not yeah yeah um, like remember whenever we did enoch there was like two verses, two or three verses in the Bible on yeah. Enoch. Yeah. And then, but then you get the extra the uh extra biblical stuff or whatever, and you have you have whole books of Enoch. Yeah. You know, you have stuff from uh R. H. Charles, and then you have stuff in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Um, stuff in the book of Jasher. And they're all but they're all different too. They're all is different things. And so you have this huge tradition of enochian things you know yeah of bigger things than than what we just have in the bible and so i don't know well i guess we'll just kind of jump into it i guess one last thing i want to say before we jump one last thing i want to say before we jump in is uh the term off the term we is often used it's a translation but he wasn't he wasn't translating this from a certain text that he had like an ancient text in a different language i I think he was this was like a... as as far okay I, and it could be wrong he was going he was actually going through the Bible okay. like and but the English Bible yeah the King James version probably. yeah King James version this is it yeah it wasn't he, he didn't know Hebrew he didn't know you know so this wasn't like something that he was sitting there oh well this word could mean this yeah and, yeah and um it was through the it was through, it was uh, so he was he would go through and then. I don't know how it worked and I don't know that's the thing I, that he he would get an impression or something or oh well or a vision or whatever yeah. you know yeah. whatever he claimed um and so so anyway we're not and we're not here to argue about or downgrade it or whatever we're just <laughs> we'll just read it and go yeah. through cuz there's some interesting things yeah. in here that that also you'll be like oh wait that's and that's one of the one of the reasons I got interested in the initial apocrypha and stuff. Yeah, you know, is because there was the, these parallels between some of these bigger things written in here and things that were found in other extra biblical stuff. So, so we're gonna start this one off the way that we started off with several other apocalypses, right? Yeah, is this gonna start off with like a. Uh, Think about in the beginning. Think about the yeah in the beginning, or or in this case. No, okay. So this is interesting because think of, this is Genesis one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so in our Genesis one, also it just starts in the beginning. Right? Yeah, in the beginning, like God created. You don't know who he's talking to and the earth. I hate. I don't know what kid did this to me. Some Thanks. kid like wrote on your yeah Genesis. Makes me so mad. But so it says. It just starts. Yeah. 
you know, and the the Jew, Jewish people consider these the five five books of Moses. They're written yeah. by Moses, I guess, right? And that's the that's, that's the common that, that's, that's the common uh, belief. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in the book of Moses, which actually I guess it, you know, first book of Moses, book of Mo- uh, it actually starts off like you're with. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. To- cool. So the the words of God which he spake unto Moses at a time when Moses was was caught up into an exceedingly high mountain. Yeah. So he was caught up. Like think about the the uh, Pomandries, right? He was taken up in his mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and this this is um, well, we'll get into it. Um... And he saw God face to face, and he talked with him, and the glory of God was upon Moses. Therefore, Moses could endure his presence. Okay, so it has a little thing right there. I'm sorry. Because um, th- there's the whole thing about, there's the debate about being able to see God Yeah, face in the to book face. of Exodus, there's like a whole, like, you, no man can see God and live. Yeah. Yeah. And that's com- a thing but that... But then also in different other areas... But it says something different in other places, yeah. Like Isaiah sees God, you know, and stuff face to face and i think moses does too somewhere where i hear it says he saw him. yeah well but in exodus 33 it mentions that he did oh, okay well exodus so anyways but they clarify that moses was able to speak to god face to face because the glory of god was upon him yeah so he had he had a kind of like he was imbued or like he was like temp- temporarily like gifted with an ability to yeah like, yeah well think about like just like a regular a regular person just can't walk into god's presence you know kind of like the zeus thing yeah remember whenever it's like uh let me see your glory you know hera puts it into the heart of okay yeah i remember yeah, of uh dionysus's mother right i'm not sure i that. think it is uh because she's having an affair with her and and but Hera puts it into her heart the the Dionysus's mother to before anyway to hey you know show me all I want to see you in all your glory and he's like what no and she's like come on you said do you do anything oh yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden he, he's like okay and he turns up the and all of a sudden she just bursts into flames but then Dion- she's pregnant with baby Dionysus and then right. he saves him and puts him in his leg to to grow him <laughs> in his thigh that's right it's weird so but yeah <laughs> but anyway so so there's an example of somebody you know just a normal mortal not being able to endure the presence of a god mm-hmm. you know so this one clarifies that you can or according to mormon theology that you can endure or be in the present face, see God face to face. If before his glory is put upon you to this kind of protective shield or something. Yeah. That's a good interpretation. Um, and then God spake to Moses. He said, behold, I am the Lord God almighty and endless is my name for I am without beginning of days or end of years. And is not this endless? What is it? I am that I am or (laughs) yes. Yeah. What is it? Yeshiva or there's a, yeah, I don't know what the phrase is for I, that. It's like, anyway, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't it know. won't come to you right I now. I don't know. It'll come to you later. Yeah, of course not. I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah? No. 
Something like that. Yeah. I well, okay, I'll quit because I don't know Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So he just says right there, you know, I am that I am. I'm the self existing one, which is, you know. So um and then God says, Look, and I will show thee the workmanship of mine hands, but not all, for my works are without end, and also my words, for they never cease. Um says, oh, this is kind of a little, no man can behold all my works except he behold all my glory. And no man can behold all my glory and afterwards remain in my in the flesh. Like you said with the Zeus story. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, well, yeah. It's, so I guess if, if you see all the glory, he's only given, shown impartial, but all of it, I don't know. Yeah. You're not, yeah, you can't remain in the flesh after that. So anyway, he kind of explains himself, and then he in six he kind of says, "Hey, Moses, so, I guess I'm yeah, for so you." Yeah, because I have a work for you, Moses. Thou art in the similitude of mine only begotten, and mine only begotten is and shall be the Savior, for he is full of grace and truth. But there is no God beside me, and all things are present with me, for I know them all. So all of a sudden you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Because he's he's talking about his only begotten, the Savior. You're like, wait, this is Moses. He doesn't know about this stuff. Yeah, which in the and that's that might be exactly that's the first uh, time. That's probably the first like discrepancy kind of. I was like, whoa, this is in the uh, in the other versions of all the other stories. You know, pre-Christian stories. I never is so explicitly says these things about like. A savior, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, so it's, but there is, um, like precedent or traditions of like them be there being more to the the Jewish law and stuff than 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 they were given. Okay, yeah, we'll kind of talk about that in a little bit. Um, maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess it's over. Um. So he's he says he has a work for him to do, right? Yeah, he hasn't said what it is yet. He just mentioned like, but he's saying, "Hey, you're my you're after thou art after the similitude of mine only begotten." Which why would you say? What's the point of saying that? Not to be a critic or anything, but like, why would you like? Oh, you're a human. You are a. You look like a human being. Well, because he's, um. Or do you think there's more to it than that? Oh well. Well, he yeah. Moses uses it later. Okay. He he kind of says, "Hey, you're you're you know you're something that's kind of kind of special." How about there you that? Go. That works. Yeah. <laughs> you're special. You are. You are special. And <laughs> anyway, so uh, and you know, I will show thee Moses, and he says, "My son." For thou art in the world, and then so he, you know, he, he's saying, "Hey, we have a, there's a relationship between us." Maybe that's what he's God is establishing. Okay, you're you're my, you know, a son of God, created after the similitude of the only begotten. Over, you know, so there's like God, there's the only begotten, uh, oh. and human beings, but they're all related. Yeah. So that's why so he's putting the, he's putting the uh, he's establishing the uh, 
the hierarchy there or the chain of command the or... chain of command but also showing hey you're you're special and actually we get into it a lot more soon um so so then moses looks and he sees the world um okay and moses beheld the world and the ends thereof and all the children of men which are and which were created of the same he greatly marveled and wondered so so god just kind of appears to him is like here here you go here's the world he sees all men all of a sudden but then all of a sudden god leaves yes and it's like he do you want a soda oh yes i feel very parched what do you want i, I... we have we have we do have some cock and bowl cherry ginger ale Ooh, the same was that was great last time okay yeah, they they had more. So they oh wait, is this is a ginger ale. Oh, it's ginger beer. Ginger beer. Yeah, cherry ginger beer. Yeah, he said ginger ale. I thought I thought maybe I misunderstood what it was. Does that taste like a ginger ale? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. Oh gosh. Oh, by the way, though, I want to tell you that a Shirley Temple is like you get Sprite or Seven Up, not not carbonated water. You okay. know. So, yeah, re- reference it's, the last it's, episode. It's sweet. Yeah, so you get <laughs> this. This kind of reminds me of the of that because it's got the maraschino cherry flavor, yeah. which is a great cherry Ooh. flavor. Yeah, man. So it's a Shirley Temple is um, like Seven Up um, and grenadine, and then you put maraschino cherries in it, so you get it. Okay. So. It's too bad they don't. This that's a that's a great flavor. Too bad they don't have like a light version of that, right? I know. Yeah, not that we know of, at least. I I actually for some reason I thought when I saw these in the store yesterday I thought that they were diet. Oh, I was like, oh sweet. Yeah. Then I got them out today and I was like, wait, these are regular. Oh well, but it's sugar, so it's not going to be bad as bad on your stomach as as. Uh, fructose corn high fructose that stuff kills me man that's right that stuff is, you mentioned that before wreaks havoc on my belly and so what mark what you were saying so basically um he looks at the he sees the world and then he all of a sudden he's alone but remember god told him hey you're my son yeah you're made after my own similitude of my only begotten i gotta work for you there you go so yeah so god leaves his presence and what happens uh, he fell unto the earth, and yeah. he was just like, let's it's, see here. Yeah, it says in verse 10. Yeah, and it came to the space that for many hours Moses did again receive his, after many hours Moses received his natural strength, like unto man, and he said unto himself, now for this cause I know that man is nothing, which thing I never had supposed. Which is inter- actually kind of interesting, so maybe it was, he's like, he saw the vastness of creation and stuff. Yeah, maybe he and he always thought that man was the center of it, or that man was everything, or that there was man was it. Maybe I don't know. But or yeah, there's tons, says, tons of things you can. Now go I know that. that man is nothing. Which thing I never had supposed. He he saw. So yeah, yeah I mean, obvi- okay, maybe it was because he was in some of the glory of God, and all of a sudden he's like, "Holy moly, what!" Man's sure. nothing compared to this. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So he's like, um, he, and then he, in verse 11, he kind of 
uh, goes on, there's a little clarification. Now mine own eyes have beheld God, but not my natural not my, yep, eyes. His spiritual my, eyes, dude. Yeah, for my natural eyes could not have beheld, for I should have withered and died in his presence. But his glory was upon me, and I beheld his face, for I was transfigured before him. So there's even a little more step detail further. There. A little, yeah. He was... He had this glory, was his spiritualized, and he was transfigured. He had to be actually trans- changed somehow while in the presence of God to endure his this glory. So he's like, and it was so cool that man is nothing compared to it. So yeah, what a ride! So a wild ride. Here goes. So here is the next the next phase of mm-hmm. this, right? And so, and it came to pass. When Moses had said these words, behold, Satan came, tempting him. The devil. Yes. Saying, Moses, son of man, worship me. So So obviously this is very, very Christian, right? Like a lot of the texts we read, there's no reference to Satan. It's like a serpent or it's like a... Yeah, there's, there's not. Yeah. There really isn't in the Old Testament. Yeah. The only, the only time is in the... Is the serpent, and basically you don't hear about the devil. Oh well, no. There might be like other Maybe references, and yeah. we know that in the tradition, really, in the traditions, there was references in Jewish, in the Hebrew culture, in the older traditions, there was references of like uh, Azazel and stuff, and yeah, they created these, they created this like Satan type of character. Yeah, but um, it was it's very Christian to be talking. I mean, and we already mentioned the word savior right so we are yeah. this is very christian but um yeah now so there, now we have satan in the, on the so scene. satan's satan's okay so you have moses just getting starting to get his strength back from being just in the, this glorious presence of god and also satan's like okay i can get him he's weak yeah he goes moses son of man worship me and then and then moses looks at him and he says who art thou he says for behold I am a son of God. Yeah, I would just I just was told just now that I'm a son of God. In the similitude of his only begotten. And where is thy glory that I should worship thee? So <laughs> I like that. It's like, do you not he's know like, who I am? He's like, I couldn't even look upon God except his glory should come upon me and I were transfigured. But I can look upon thee with my regular natural eyes. And he Yeah, totally. Good, saying, good logic right he's there. He's like, I'm just dude. I don't even. There's no protection around me. I'm just looking at you, regular. <laughs> like, I just saw someone and talked with them for a few minutes. That has caused me for the last several hours to be like receiving my strength back, barely able to get up. Yeah. And you come over here, and they, I can totally see you and talk to you, and you're asking <laughs> me to serve you. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And uh, he says, uh, "Where is thy glory? For it is darkness unto me. I can judge between thee and God." And he says, get thee hence. Get out of here. Where does he say, get thee hence? In 16. Get thee hence, Satan. Oh, yes. Deceive me not. And then... Uh, oh, he he kind of mentions about the burning bush. So I don't know. You know what? I don't know if this is at the burning bush that this happens. 
in verse 17. And he also gave commandments when he called unto me out of the burning bush, saying, Call upon God in the name of mine own begotten. Anyway, but this is before the children of Israel, or he even goes into Egypt. So this is sometime between. Mm-hmm that this happens yeah so either it was front at the burning bush air time or after but before he well he, he also gave he gets his calls yeah called me out of the burning bush anyway so let's go on um, okay yeah interesting so he basically he's like i've already been god's already asked me to worship him mm-hmm. he's like just get out of here and in verse 19 it says, and now when Moses had said these words, Satan cried with a loud voice and ranted upon the earth and commanded, saying, I am the only begotten, worship me. He's thrown a fit. Yeah. He's like, no, it's me, man. And it came to pass that Moses began to fear exceedingly. It's the second time we've used the so word exceedingly in this. Satan's, fear exceedingly. Yeah. And Satan's he, trying to intimidate him. Yeah, so he starts like, okay, so his Satan's loud, booming voice, crying, whatever, his ranting, whatever he ranting ranted. and tearing and whatever. Yeah. Bitter. Okay, so, so so Moses is starting to get a little uh, intimidated here. Well, yeah, read what it says after he feared exceedingly. He said, and he began to, and he saw the bitterness of hell. Yeah. So is he some? Uh, is he still some in some in some kind of vision state then, or or is he just like realizing what the Satan's using all his power, whatever okay. power he has, I guess. Yeah. Trying to... So, you know, you got the glory of God in one thing that Moses was in. Now you've got the power or fear, the trembling, the ranting. Satan's trying to get like get it all. He's like playing his fiddle of gold. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic one. Anyway... So Satan's trying to get all any all his glory. He's like, no, it's me. I'm the guy. You know, I'm I'm the only begotten. And he, so he's he's showing his teeth or whatever. You know, showing the bitterness of hell. Yeah. And all these flames come up, and it's he's it's like encompassing him and trying to intimidate him. And that's what I'm imagining. Sure. Yeah. Like, no, you, I'm gonna. You're not gonna just worship me. Well, then I'm gonna force you to. And so then Moses calls upon God, received strength. And he says, depart from me, Satan, for this God only will I worship, which is the God of glory. So also now, whenever he says that, Satan begins to tremble and the earth starts shaking, you know? Yeah. And Moses starts getting strength. It says, receive strength and called upon God saying, uh-oh. In the name of the only begotten, depart hence, Satan. So all of a sudden, Moses finally gets and uses the name of the only begotten. And yeah, so he asked Satan to leave twice already, but this is the third time, and he says in the name. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm not going to worship you. I'm not going to do, you know, no, no, no. And all of a sudden he says, in the name of the only begotten, hmm. get out of here. And then it came to pass that Satan cried with a loud voice, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Oh, yeah. And departed hence, even from the presence of Moses, that he beheld him not. So once he says, in the name of the only begotten, get out. Yeah, he, that's it. He he stepped in. He stepped into some bushes and left. So <laughs> left the room. I love that. Satan departs. Mm-hmm. Okay, he kind of just kind of creeps back into the bushes. 
<laughs> what's that? What's that gift that you know? Have you with seen Homer? That? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Homer, Homer, Homer Simpson is awesome. He's like, Shh, and he walks backwards into the bushes. Into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah. Uh, so Moses had a lot of strength there. He really is bolstered up, right? With from knowing. So his discussion with God and his vision has really like bolstered up now up and he's like yeah i'm not gonna do anything yeah he learned a few things yeah he just in up, that little he picked up a few tricks <clears throat> and uh and um so satan departs moses lifts up his eyes to heaven he's be, he's now filled with the holy ghost which beareth record of the father and the son which is kind of like outside of a normal moses kind of thing that you would hear in the bible oh yeah definitely and calling upon the name of God, he beheld his glory again. And he heard a voice saying, Blessed art thou, Moses, for I, the Almighty, have chosen thee. So now he's going to get his call. And thou shalt be made stronger than many waters. So that's... That's a key word right there. Waters. What? Thou shalt be stronger than many waters. Oh, why? Because the Red Sea and stuff? Well, also like... Especially from the last several things we've been reading, there's often these, often gods of the, like Enki was the god of the, of the water. Oh yeah. Satan is sometimes ref. The serpent is often like, you know, ref. He's like his. You know, he has power over the waters and stuff. Suppose yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've read it before. Yeah, like different places. Uh huh. And so that's what I'm. That's my point. Is like. I don't know if that's what it means. I just think it's a cool, it's a cool like keyword there. Well, and uh, the waters too. It's foreshadowing of the he's going to part the Red Sea, but also he's going to have power over the waters. But then there's that time where he hits the rock and makes waters gush out of it, but yeah. he doesn't give God the credit. Oh yeah, and that ends up being part of his downfall too. Slight little mishap. But anyway, but it's so it's a, a foreshadowing of uh, things to come. For they shall obey thy command as if thou wert God. Nice. Ooh, yeah. nice. What a boon, right? And then in 26. And, oh, I love it when they say low like that. And low. And low, I am with thee even unto the end of thy days, for thou shalt deliver my people from bondage, even Israel, my chosen. Yep. All right. This is the calling, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, you're going to go. Down to f- go to Pharaoh and get him get the children of Israel out of out of his uh, what is it his uh, out of bondage sure yeah yeah <laughs> out of bondage that's Just, the story right there was a in the in the Bible story that's where there was a lot of uh, he- Hebrews that were working and basically they were in bondage in Egypt right yeah. Okay. I was going to say just for a reference on there's a, a different tradition of of like th- not the full um the like that the people of Israel weren't taught the full doctrine or whatever like um mm-hmm. as we know whenever Moses came down out of um Sinai. Sinai. He he. The people were down there worshiping the golden yeah. calf. Yeah. And what did he do? He threw the the yeah. records and broke them. Yeah. 
and um and then and then he killed a bunch had a bunch of people killed you know that were the and then had them you guys and then went back up and the tradition is that he went back up and but he didn't get the same he came down with different a lesser a, a, a more lesser, simplified version yeah like or, more of a law yeah kind of like a thing of rules yeah whereas as opposed to and in the kabbalah uh that's a tradition so oh, this is the nice. kabbalah from the zohar and all that stuff so the uh this this mystical kind of um Jewish mysticism. Jewish mysticism. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a tradition with them. Yeah. And um, uh, it says it is this is this is from uh, the Holy Kabbalah by A.E. Waite. Oh, great. Anyway, so it he says that it is recognized by the Zohar that the second tables embodied another record, which was the law of a opportunism the law of mine and thine so a different law uh, uh, a prohibition and denial yeah like you can you, this is what yeah. you can't do it was uh, sacred after its own manu- manner because it, it was a shadow of the first intention so but it reflects at a very far distance so yeah, yeah okay you can connect the dots yeah but yeah so it says i don't know whether it is affirmed literally that it is a work of the tree of knowledge but this must be held to follow from numerous impressive imitations so one of the things they talks about to sum up moses gave other tables to israel and these were written from the side of the tree of knowledge of good and evil from which the law emanates the other tables the original ones possibly emanate from the tree of life okay see so that's kind of a cool if if you the Kabbalah is all about this tree of, of knowledge of good and evil and life and yeah you know this so so the there what he's basically saying is that the the yeah that the it's it's more of a knowledge of good and evil do this don't do that instead of the tree of life which is a higher kind mm-hmm. of thing that's really cool so and that's that's old Jewish mysticism. Yeah, that's Steph. that's not, that's fascinating. Where, where did you just find that? That's you're deep, man. Well, no, well, no, I had read I had read this, and I I thought that was one thing that I thought was really cool. And it, in the in um, I think even Paul and stuff talks about the law and stuff yeah. versus versus what Jesus came, you know. So mm-hmm. they he kind of compares and contrasts. But anyway, but I'm saying, but that's even from a Jewish source, this Kabbalah yeah. stuff. You know, anyway, so there, there may have been a tradition of that. Not, not that it proves anything, but I'm saying it's just interesting because you're like, wait, how did Moses, how would he know about, you know, because all of a sudden you get this whole vision of that's a launch. So of, of the world, but then Jesus, you know, or the only begotten has something to do with it. Yeah. And but you'll see that there there was a Messiah figure in in the Enochian things mm-hmm. and stuff that there was a Messiah figure, but it and that's what Jesus is based on, I think. Yeah. So, um, where are we? 
I didn't mean to go off and okay. So now he's, he's going to do, he's got the thing to um, get the children of Israel out of bondage. And so God's going to show him a vision of in, uh, the inhabitants. Okay. Moses cast his eyes and beheld the earth, even all of it. Every particle of it. Yeah. He beheld also the inhabitants thereof, and there was not a soul which he did not, he beheld not. Um, 29, he beheld many lands. Each land was called earth, and there were inhabitants on the face thereof. Interesting. Well, so is this saying that, is this, I don't think he's gotten to that point where it's different earths yet. Right. No, I think that's just a um, well, because that's what that's what Earth. I mean, their land. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to be like I don't want to simplify this too much, but I don't know if he's referring to other planets. Well, okay. So Moses says, "Hey, he's seen all this, and all of a sudden he's like, tell me why these things are so, and by what thou madest them.' So he wants to know, hey, how'd you do this, and why? He wants to know that why. This is kind of cool because. You never get the answer in the Bible of why God did it. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, it just starts off, you know, in the big, and all of a sudden man's created, and then man takes to the fruit, and it's like, well, why? Wouldn't that be one of the big, I mean, it seems like it'd be one of the big questions that if you're going through the creation story, it's like, what's it all for? Yeah, I mean, if I go out into the garage and start working on a massive project, I, you have an intention. There's yeah. a reason to do that. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 not just it's because it makes me. It's question. not because it's not just because I want to be building. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a reason. Yeah. It's like well, what what was the point? Why would you? Why would you even create this earth and these men? And and it's a really good question. Um. Well, he tells him how in thirty two. Yeah. So he says. And by the word of my power have I created them, which is mine only begotten Son, who is full of grace and truth. Ah. And 33, and w- worlds without number have I created. Ooh. And I also created them for mine own purpose, and, and by the Son I created them, which is mine only begotten. This is one of those, yeah, it's funny when, when scriptures like repeat themselves like over and over, like, yeah, we got it. He's the only begotten. We got it. We understand. Yeah. Wait, so he's. And the first man. Of all men have I called Adam, which is many. Okay, so this this is where it kind of gets into the thing. The, the, the first man of all men have I called Adam, which is many. So he's saying... There's many Adams? Yeah. Like, there's multiple worlds, I think. Okay, so this is, this is about, uh, this is about uh, different... He's like, hey... Multiple Earths, this multiple Adams. Own, this isn't the first time I've done this. Yeah. Right, I guess. Yeah. But only on account, only in account of this earth and the inhabitants thereof, give I unto you. Okay, so he clarifies. He says, he does. He, that is what he's saying because yeah. he's saying, the first man of all men have I called Adam, which is many. And he says, but only this one on this earth I'm going to tell you about. So he's done it before. Yeah. Okay. For behold, there are many worlds that have passed away by the word of my power. And there are many na- that now stand, 
and innumerable are they unto man. But all things are numbered unto me, for they are mine, and I know them. That's interesting. There's stuff, there's, according to this, there's worlds, even right now, are not like the only one. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm only gonna, all you need to be concerned about is this one, because this is, this is the one you're born on. It's all that matters. Right. And it came to pass that Moses spake unto the Lord, saying, that's interesting, Has he called, have, they, have they referenced him as the Lord yet so far? Um, it's always been refer- referencing, he's been, he, and Moses the said Lord, to God. The glory of Lord was upon Moses. Okay. and so, uh, But then they call him the presence of God, so yeah. And then he says, but... Um, Be merciful and tell me, well, tell me about this earth then. Yeah. yeah. And the inhabitants of the earth and the heavens, and then thy servant will be content. And the Lord God spake unto Moses, saying, The heavens, they are many, and they cannot be numbered unto men, but they are numbered unto me, for they are mine. Okay, so there's also many heavens. Yeah. And as one earth shall pass away, and the heavens thereof, even so shall another come. For there is no end to my works, neither to my words. And 39, I think, is what you were referencing earlier. Yeah, we're okay. So, Moses, remember, Moses said, What did he say? He said specifically, um, what words tell me, I pray thee, why these things are so? Why do you do it? And also, how thou madest, thou madest them. So, he says, I made them by my only begotten son. Okay. He's the one that, you know, I used him. To make it, I created the word of my power, as taught in John, right? Yeah, word, the word. The word. And and so he answered that question. That's how they were made. Why they were made? Uh, 39. For behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and the eternal life of man. Yeah. So that's what is. That's what... So to bring to let that's God's to, work to have and men glory. become immortal and to have eternal life. Yeah, to have these lowly creatures, or spirits, or whatever, be able to become something, bring to pass something different. Yeah, become be raised up. I get so. And that's my question. Then, which this doesn't go into, but then my question is, and why do you want them to become immortal? You know. <laughs> But uh, and have eternal life. Well, I mean, if you go deeper into Mormon doctrine and stuff, there, you know, I mean, obviously, you know that according to them, that that God was once, yeah, like like a man. Like, yeah. Well, and it, it actually it talks about that in um the the Hermetica too about, yeah. but so God was he's anyway and we'll get into it if when we go into abraham too that there's these intelligences out there mm, yeah that god's like these things can become something greater than they are you know become like god i don't know i don't without getting too far into yeah, it yeah so that's his whole work in his glory you know so remember remember god can't what is it where they were talking about? Oh, I was in the Hermetica. You know, God can't. Um, 
Create a rock that he can't lift? Yeah. <laughs> but what he can do, you know, there's some, there's, is help mankind become greater than they are. I don't know. Helping other people, I guess. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but whatever. No, I get your point. Yeah, it's a good point. If you're, if you are like this all great and all powerful being, can you, the only way you can make yourself more great is by making others great, right? Well, yeah, that's just the work and the glory of, of God is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. There you go. It doesn't, you know, he can't become smarter. He yeah. can't become, I mean, God. Yeah. He can't become stronger. He can't become, you know, whatever, better looking. What, yeah, whatever. He, what he can do is improve improve other things. Yeah. He can't improve them. He's already, he's at the extent of self-improvement or, or whatever. You know, I mean, he's the beginning of, so he's already past that. So what his thing is, is to help mankind become, gain eternal life and immortality. So there you go. That makes sense too. If you were a God and you were like all powerful and you like have basically become like just perfect and, 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 un, and, un, uh, uh, you can't, you're just like the, 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 um, the how all powerful, right? Yeah. Omniscient, omnipresent. How, um, how would you just like insist that you just remain that way? And that for eternity, just like, no, I'm not really interested in doing anything else. I'm, I've done it. I'm here. I've done it. Yeah. Like, or, or would you like, loud. or would you get like bored and go, I'm going to make others better. You know, I'm going to grow things and build yeah. more things, you know? I mean, obviously this is a speculation for us, <laughs> but it may, <laughs> it makes it, it, you actually, yeah. you kind of, but it's never addressed in the Bible or anything. Sure. It's just yeah. like. Well, man's a sinner, man's bad, you know, so that's why Jesus has to come. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you're th kind of thrown into it and it's like, but why? What was the point? Like, how did it? And then so that maybe this gives God, God's work some clarification. Anyway. Should we read 41? Yeah. Uh, 40 real, real quick first. And now Moses, my son, I will speak unto thee concerning this earth upon thou standest and thou shalt write the things which i speak as shall speak and in a day when the children of men shall esteem my words as not oh yeah this is good n a okay. n a g n a u g h t not and take many of them from the book which thou shalt write from the bible which yeah. is the bible yeah the first Torah, the first five books of moses behold i will raise up another like unto thee and they shall be had again among the children of men, among as many as shall believe. Okay, so this is making reference. So, I mean, it's interesting that it says this, and it, this is from the new translation of the Bible that Joseph Smith was doing or working on. Yeah. So, and he's pro, and in this vision of Moses, he's prophesying of Joseph Smith. Yeah. You know, so that. Uh, in uh, Second Nephi, which is in the Book of Mormon, uh, three nine. Or actually, we'll read. Uh, that. Well, let's just find that. 
so this is a further thing about that this is what what they're talking about that he's talking about Joseph Smith um and he shall be like an emoji okay so um unfortunately seven's a huge yeah uh this is Joseph of Egypt talking <laughs> anyway i will give unto him a commandment that he shall do None of the works save the work which I shall command him, and I will make him great in mine eyes, for he shall do my work. And he shall be like unto Moses, whom I have said I would raise up unto you to deliver my people, O house of Israel. And Moses will I raise up to deliver thy people out of the land of Egypt. Wait, am I? But a seer will I raise up out of the fruit of thy loins, and... Unto him will I give power to bring forth my word unto the seed of thy loins. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly... Yeah, that's a, you're referencing... This is kind of the same type of reference, right? Yeah. But this was... In the Book of Mormon, there's also, of course, of course a prophecy about a latter-day... A latter prophet named after Joseph. Oh, yeah, that's in... I think was, that's in two. That was, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And... That that Joseph would restore the precious things to the Bible, and Joseph Smith has the same name as Joseph. Yeah, it's Bible. very uh, so very convenient. Anyway, yeah. so it, in this, it's it's self referencing Joseph Smith as he's re retranslating or retranscribing or whatever yeah, interpreting the the Book of Moses and saying these things are going to be taken out of the Bible which we they're not in there and they so it's yeah. kind of self self ref, referential yeah if that's a that's word that's deep it's like a, it's like inception <laughs> it's like layers on layers man <laughs> it's like yeah there's that picture of a picture you know yeah, of a pic- yeah. and it keeps going back yeah it's like so these are the words spoken unto Moses this is the very last verse of this first chapter. Yeah. These are the words spoken unto Moses in the mount, the name of which shall not be known among the children of men. And now they are spoken unto you. Show them not unto any except them that believe. Okay. So now we get to skip some stuff. Okay. Because there's not a lot. Because all of a sudden, now we're in the beginning of the of the Bible. So all this was... Was stuff that was pre that should have, or according to Joseph Smith, you know, in his revelation, should have been in the Bible. That's right. This vision, yeah, which would have given clar- clarification to why the whole Bi- the whole creation story even started. So it's kind of interesting. Yep. So it would have made more sense. Like you put that in the beginning because what's it for? Exactly. It makes it's like now here. It's like this is what happened, and now we're going to say why we're doing it. Yeah, and so now um, came to pass. The Lord spoke unto Moses, "I'll reveal unto you concerning the heaven and earth." Um, you know, it was created by my own begotten, and then and then it starts, and the earth was form and without void. You know, blah blah. So Behold, I reveal unto you concerning this heaven. Write the words that I speak. I am the beginning and the end, the Almighty God. By mine only begotten, I created these things, yea, in the beginning. I have created and the earth, the heaven and the earth, upon which thou standest. Okay, okay. okay. Let's see, let's see. Oh, which thou standest. I was going to say, what's it say in the, 
in the beginning, in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So this one's, in the beginning, I created the heaven and the earth upon which thou standest. Okay. And the earth was formed. And then it starts into, and the earth was yeah, from here without it goes form on. and void. And it follows the, the basic creation. You don't have, you know. And so it's a little bit different. Is a few words that are different, but most of it's the same for the for yeah, several verses. Yeah, anything significant enough to yeah. Um. Okay, but remember, uh, whenever we were talking about the t- the the two different creations, yeah, like we had two different creations in uh, Atrahesis, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. And well, I'm saying, and in the Bible, it's it's a tradition too. Yeah, that you go you go through all of chapter one. That's right. Boing, 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 and all of a sudden, and then in chapter two, uh, thus the heaven and earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God rests and blesses and makes the seventh day. And then all of a sudden, it, and then all of a sudden, in verse four of chapter two, it starts again. These are the generations of the heaven and of the earth when they were created. And the Lord uh, Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth. Yep. So he, he and all of a sudden man's created first and then all that stuff's put on, right? So yep. there's like two different creations. And what they say, one's the spiritual creation, one's the yeah. physical, the actual like, okay, they've got it all planned out. Which is At least that's their tradition, yeah, right? Well, yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden, yeah, so the, uh, it says, the Lord God formed man out of the dust. Wait, where is it where there was, oh, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and the herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. Um, where is it that it happens? Anyway, somewhere in there. So this is interesting. Um, I but don't. They clarify. Go ahead. That that reference to there was not a man to till the ground. Yeah. Um. That's interesting because the last thing we went over, the, uh, Sumerian atrahesis. Yeah. Right. That's one of the reasons why they created people. To till the earth. Because they were tired of... The gods were, didn't want to do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, like there wasn't a man to do it, you know? So they that's why they created them. Yeah. So, but that's not why... That's not the reason. <laughs> In this, they clar- they've already clarified the reason God creates man. Sure. For the that, immortality and eternal life. So, I mean, I'm just... No, exactly. There's This happens to be a, a scene that we see in both, but it's different. Okay, so, so in this one, you have it basically following the same thing the heavens earth and then the seventh day um and then in verse five of chapter three because we're skipping ahead yeah so uh yeah every plant yeah and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb in the field before it grew for i the lord god created all things of which i have spoken spiritually yeah, before they were naturally upon the face of the okay, earth. Okay, so he, so Joseph Smith, or in this translation, 
instead of people saying, well, it, he comes out explicitly and says, this is what actually happened. So there's always that been that tradition or whatever. There's like, well, why there's two different, there's the creation and then there's the creation again. And it's like, Joseph Smith comes out and says, this is why, this is what happened. Yeah. Or God point. says, Hey, I did everything spiritually first. Yeah. That was that first part of the creation. Yeah. Now I'm going to do it physically. Yeah. Um, and that that's where for I the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. Um, and it says I and I the Lord God had created all the children of men which is interesting. Spiritually, mm-hmm. they're all there. And not yet a man to till the ground. That's right. And in, later on, um, and Abraham will talk about that kind of bigger thing with all these spirit people. That's right. Okay. So now, so he clarifies, and then all of a sudden the mist comes up from the earth and all of a sudden it becomes real. You know, everything yeah. soli- or the sp- there's the spiritual thing, and all of a sudden it solidifies and becomes real. And then man's formed out of the dust, becomes a living soul, the first flesh upon the earth, the first man. But all things were created, but spiritually they were created and made according to my word. So, um, and that's where we get left off at the, um, the Adam and Eve, sort of the Adam and Eve story. Was yeah. There, right? Yeah. And, uh, so, we start on the Adam and Eve story. God plants the tree of knowledge, or the tree of light, in the midst of the garden, and he plants the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But, in verse 16, through 17 read that which ones oh of chapter 3 16 and 17 okay and i the lord commanded them saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat eat up boys eat and up. girls but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it nevertheless oh what yeah. Thou mayest choose for thyself, for it is given unto thee. But remember that I forbid it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Okay, so this is interesting because it doesn't say that. It doesn't have some of that in the Bible. He's like, don't eat of the tree of light or knowledge of good and evil. You can eat every tree except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But he says, nevertheless, mm-hmm. you may choose. Thou mayest choose for thyself what is given unto thee. But remember, I forbid it. Don't do it. But you can do it. Yeah, it's like it's your choice, but I don't want you to. Like so, God's also saying you have it. You have a choice. You have agency. Okay. Man can choose for himself. And this comes in a little later. And, um, so there's a little difference, um, cause yeah, it doesn't say that in the Bible. It doesn't have that. Ex- nevertheless, there's no, it's like, there's no reference like, of a choice. Yeah. There's no reference of a choice. Yeah. It's just, 
So, um, and then, you know, Eve's created and they get married or whatever, you know, Adam's like, she's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Yep. And then all of a sudden, in chapter four, uh, beginning. Yeah. In the beginning. Exactly. At the beginning. Do you want a soda real quick? Uh, yeah. Whatever you got. Yeah, I mean, I have another cock and bowl. I got the Dr. Pepper and Goslings. Um, take the other cock and bowl. Brandon's going yeah. for it. You can't get up. enough of these. Yeah, I can't get enough. Brandon's addicted. Uh oh. Anyway, oh so. Okay, so in chapter four, verse one it says. I, the Lord God, spoke unto Moses, that Satan whom thou hast commanded, remember back, yeah. in the name of mine own begotten is the same which was from the beginning, and he came before me. So this is like, the, he's saying in the beginning, like in the real beginning, not this in the begin, in the yeah. Bible beginning, in the real, real beginning, the beginning of the beginning. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the beginning. The, be, the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. He came before me saying, Behold, here am I, send me, and I will be thy son, and I will redeem all mankind, that one soul shall not be lost, and surely I will do it. Wherefore, give me thine honor. All right. So there's a difference. This is like a story you'll never, you never get. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. The story, the behind the scenes. This is the behind the scenes. So, so in the Satan says, Hey, you got this work in glory to bring the past, the immortality and eternal life of man. I propose I, what I'm going to do, I say that we do. Okay. Was that I will make sure that all mankind will be redeemed not one soul shall be lost nice huh you're not gonna have any choice yeah man all you know is uh so this it seems like like some kind of slavery or whatever you know like i don't know no free will yeah sure which obviously god had already granted grant you can see that he had he's leaning toward it whenever he says nevertheless thou mayest choose for thyself satan would be like no, no, don't let him choose. There's no, nevertheless, yeah. God, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You don't give him a freaking choice. If you really there's want no this, carrot in a stick. There's a stick. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you really want this, if you really want this, if this is what your goal is, then don't don't give them a choice. So this is Satan's idea, and guess what, dude? I want. I'm gonna do it for sure, and I get all the girl, all the honor. Yeah, but it's God's work and glory. Remember, not instead, but Satan wants all the glory, all the honor. Okay, in verse two, go ahead. And then my beloved son, which was my beloved and chosen from the beginning, he said, "Father, thy will be done, and the glory be thine forever." What? So Satan or the beloved is saying, yeah. Hey man, don't don't I'll give do it to it, him. You, you do do it your way. I'll help 
do whatever I need to, and you get the glory. Yeah. Her. I think that's a good strategy of Satan. Like, it's like I wouldn't have said like, and give me all the glory, because it's like, no, he's not gonna choose. You, you can't do that. Well, maybe he thought he had a good idea. <laughs> like, give so, me, like, give me some of the glory, and it'll work out. So the the wherefore, because that Satan rebelled against me and sought to destroy the agency of man. So now it clarifies yep. exactly what he was doing. So Satan rebelled. He sought to destroy the agency of man, which I, the Lord God, had given him, and also that I should give unto him mine own power by the power of mine only begotten. I cause that he should be cast down. Yeah. So this is how, and he became Satan. This is how the devil became the devil. We never get that. You never get it. No, he just arrives on the scene. Yeah, he's just like, all of a sudden he's like, I mean, actually in, in, uh, was it Milton? the Milton's the whatever that thing is the yeah what is that garden of evil no what is that book called anyway there's paradise a, lost paradise lost there's a thing where satan rebels up in heaven yeah but it's because it's it's a, a different you know i don't remember what it was exactly yeah there was there was most likely just because we, just because the um, the uh, book of Genesis doesn't really describe it. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure like tradition, like Kabbalah traditions, and like well, Isaiah know. too has a thing where does he okay. remember where the how are they fallen like the the morning star? Oh yeah, yeah. Thing sure. Gosh dang it! I would say um, I wonder if they have that in a. I don't think they do. Nope. So when this when Satan was cast down, he that is when he became Satan, mm-hmm. even the devil, the father of lies, to deceive and blind men and to lead them captive at his will, even as many as would not hearken unto my voice, which is God, right? Yeah. And now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which I, the Lord God, had made. So so God has kind of sidestepped and like yeah. he was going through the creation. And then he's like, hey, let me tell you about Satan. And all of a sudden he goes back into the story. Yeah. There is, oh, there is like a, uh, who is it, Muslims? Quran, mm-hmm. that where Adam was cho- Adam was chosen to be the first man. And then Michael came and saw him, and and then he told Satan to go see Michael or to see Adam and to worship him. And Satan's like, "I'm not going to worship him. I was born first. So there, oh, yeah. there's tradi- there's traditions, there is some stories out there, yeah, where for the reason you know different different reasons for why Satan got cast out of heaven. So there, yeah. there's one another one, interesting, and that's why and that's. One of the reasons that Satan was so bad, so trying to deceive Adam and Eve is because he hated Adam, too. Yeah. Anyway. They were enemies. Yeah. It's like, you were chosen. I was, but I was born before you. You know, I'm older. I'm the old, and there's that motif, the old, older brother kind of thing. Sure. Not getting the yeah. thing. We see, all, yeah, we we see, see over and over. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Now that I interrupt you. So the serpent. Oh, yeah. So then all of a sudden, 
Now you go, oh, in verse six. Yeah, so read read that. Read read five and six. And so, and now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which I, the Lord God, had made. And Satan put it into the heart of the serpent. Parentheses for he had drawn many for he had drawn many away after him. See, so I don't know many creatures. I guess anyway, whatever. And he sought also to beguile Eve, for he knew not the mind of God. Wherefore he sought to destroy the world. So okay, so he's looking to to trick Eve to destroy the world by getting her to partake of the fruit. But it says here specifically, for he knew not the mind of God that this was actually the supposed plan. to happen. The plan, maybe. Yeah. This is part of the plan. Yeah. I mean, God's like, don't eat the fruit. But yeah, nevertheless, I but I put it here. So why? If he's trying to thwart the plan. Why would he push it forward, right? <laughs> like, don't eat this fruit. Hey, how about you just don't invent the freaking fruit? Do you ever exactly. think of that? Yeah. Don't put the fruit there, and they won't eat it. <laughs> well, that's where Satan's first failure was. He's trying to. He should have like. He should have kept Adam and Eve in the garden forever. Yeah. He should be like no, anyway. No, 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 don't eat that fruit. Yeah. I don't want that. Dude, that fruit is the worst. You remember what was told to you? Like, you know, what's that fruit that there's supposed to be like, I don't know if it's a juicy fruit or whatever that smells really bad, but it tastes so good. Like the big, it's this big old fruit. Oh, you think, what what about it? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Nothing. Are you I, talking about like a, is it a papaya you're talking about? Papaya? Papaya? Yeah. No. No, have you ever seen juicy fruit though? They're not juicy. They're called a jackfruit. Jackfruit, yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah, like, they're they got huge. Those spines. You're like, what the heck? This thing's so ugly and gross. Yeah. But you get in it, and it's freaking juicy fruit. Yeah, like the gum. Yeah, juicy fruit. You get to ski signed up. <laughs> the taste is gonna move, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so, so it's saying here that he saw. To be, to beguile her, and it says, "For he knew not the mind of God." So he, not knowing the mind of God, that this was part of it, I guess. Yeah, he's actually working. I clever. Like, go ahead, yeah, beguile her. You know. Well, I don't know, and that yeah. that's one of the things is like. You're like, so this is like supposed to happen. I mean, was man supposed to be in the garden the whole time? Exactly. That's no, that's not the, that's not the way. It, like, you don't have a redeemer. You don't have all this stuff. And I don't know. At least according to this, it seems like it. that's what it's pointing to, that this was part of the uh, plan, I guess. According to me, in my opinion, on this text. Well, if, the other thing is if Satan wanted to, like, thwart everything and, like, lead people the other direction, he needs he does need them to be there. Like, he needs everything to propagate and grow so that he can rule the world, be the god of that world. Right? Yeah. Because those, because he wasn't getting any, he wasn't getting any, any uh, burnt offerings from Adam and Eve. No, it wasn't. He wasn't getting anything. They weren't doing anything. So let's get some of their children. They're just the garden. Let's get some of their children. He's putting flowers in her hair. (laughs) Petting rabbits. (laughs) Okay, so anyway. um, 
For God doth, he, Satan, whenever he talks to her, he says, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. You know? So he, he makes a good case. He's like, he's making God's case. God knows this. Why would he, he says don't eat it. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with. So, basically, you know, the whole story of them eating the fruit. Yeah. We can skip that. But I just thought it was interesting because he he didn't know the mind of God, so he didn't know he's maybe playing into yeah into the part. And I don't think it ever it ever like reveals what that was all about. You know what I'm saying? No. So. Yeah. I mean, yes, I do know what you're saying. So the eyes of them are both open, they realize that they're naked and they meet clothes real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And uh where and did then, you just move to? Oh, I'm I'm going on chapter five. So okay. your basic fall story. Yeah. The Adam and Eve story. Basically fall. Yeah. They get kicked out and then, you know, they're cur like, hey, you're gonna have to work. Yeah. You're gonna have to have babies. He drives them out. And now Adam began to till the earth in, in five uh and to have dominion over all the beasts of the field and to eat the bread by the sweat of his brow, as I the Lord had commanded him. And Eve also, his wife, did labor with him. She's working with him. Yeah. The dual income household. That's right. They didn't have kids yet. Dual income. <laughs> Somehow even at the in the beginning she was making seventy percent of what he was making. <laughs> Rotten! What a w- rotten world! The gender pay cap. What a rotten world we live in. It was from the beginning. So and Adam knew his wife, and she bare him sons and daughters. Okay, this is interesting too. Okay, yes, keep going, Brandon. And they began to multiply and to replenish the earth. And from that time forth, the sons and daughters of Adam began to divide two and two in the land. And to till the land and to tend flocks. Okay. And had they and of course continued to propagate and have more kids. Yeah. And in verse four. And Adam and Eve, his wife, called upon the name of the Lord, and they heard the voice of the Lord from the way toward toward the Garden of Eden, speaking unto them, and they saw him not, for they were shut out from his presence. I think this happened in the book of that. Adam and Eve, right? Wasn't there? I think so. I recall this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it so they're having kids already. Yeah. They're not Cain and Abel. They haven't mentioned Cain and Abel yet. That's true. And There's, it mentions not only they have kids, started, but their kids have had kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then in verse five, uh they actually had a little religion. He and they were so God when he was yelling out of the garden, hey guys. This is what I want you to do now. <laughs> He's like, guys, come a little closer. But uh, he gave commandment uh, unto them commandments that they should worship the Lord their God and should offer the firstlings of their flocks for an offering unto the Lord. And Adam was obedient unto the commandments of the Lord. Good, good job, Adam. So, okay. Now this kind of goes into, okay, uh, the book of Adam and Eve, where there's angels mm-hmm. that to do some talking, do talking, yeah, and give them stuff, and yeah. So verse six, and after many days, an angel of the Lord appeared unto Adam, saying, Why dost thou offer sacrifices unto the Lord? And Adam said unto him, I know not, save the Lord commanded me. 
See, so Adam's like, I don't even know. God just told me to do it. Yeah, I'm offering the firstlings of my flock. This is the offering that God told me to do. Building an altar out of hewn stones, unhewn stones, unhewn stones. Yeah, and God's commanding, and the angel's like, "Why do you do it?" It's like giving me a teaching moment here, and he's like, "I never thought about that. I don't know. God told me to do it. Guess what? I'm obedient." Okay, there was this whole thing where I ate a fruit and got kicked out, so I'm obedient. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And so the angel... I learned my lesson. The angel teaches him and says, Yeah. Well, this thing is a similitude of the sacrifice of the only begotten of the Father, which is full of grace and truth. Okay, so this is interesting. Oh, well, keep going, keep going. Wherefore, thou shalt do all that thou doest in the name of the Son, and thou shalt repent and call upon God in the name of the Son forevermore. Okay, so whenever we're going, I mean... In the beginning of our podcast. Yeah, when we did Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. The, they were always... Like, um, Adam and Eve would do d- different things. Dang it, I don't have the book with me. They would do different things, and then they would say... You know, say, say that they would offer a sacrifice or something. And then they would say, oh, well, this was... Gun- the awesome the commentator would come in because yeah, it, it right. wouldn't be they didn't and this is an allusion to the future time whenever jesus the yeah. savior and then you know would would come to the earth and be sacrificed yeah. just as they sacrificed this goat or, or lamb or whatever yeah. so there was there's like a commentary in there that would commentator yep it wasn't that they were saying they did it for that it was, it was like it was like it was like the it was like this it was like a scrabble note, but it was more it was actually part of the text though. Yeah. So um and this is saying at first Adam didn't know why he's doing it, and then an angel appears and says, Hey, guess what? This this is why you're doing it because and so from the beginning the got the Jesus and this this you know stuff was known to Adam and Eve, which would make sense if as a to I mean, seem to make sense because why would it be like all these people didn't know about Jesus if he was Jesus? Sure, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If he's if he was so important, yeah, yeah. It's like wait, nobody knew about him until he came. Like so, you got you got thousands of years before. So I'm saying if if Chris if if well not uh, this isn't like a, but if Christianity's real it would be from the beginning so that this is kind of adding that back into it <laughs> yeah it's, it's, i don't know sure i, I mean I, I know that seems like got it they're making sure that it seems it's like there. bold statements or whatever sure there yeah but i'm saying so they're putting they're putting the no, knowledge of of jesus with moses right the only begotten but also they're put taking so he knew about the only begotten and but also they're saying and they're teaching that even adam back at the beginning yeah. was eventually taught about it which would make sense because if it's you know as if if you had the christian world view yeah exactly exactly everybody needs to know this yeah so of course adam would know it 
because I mean it's the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. It was from the beginning. It was part of it all along. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so if that makes sense, uh, hopefully I'm not making anyway. I'm not trying to make enemies here. I'm just saying what's in the text. What's saying in the this is real here. <laughs> so so then at this point, this is kind of like a um, so okay. But they had had remember they have had generations of people born kids already. Yeah, the kids they have had kids, sons and daughters. Those kids have had kids. Yeah, and then Adam, you know, is offering sacrifices. He finds out, oh, this is what it's all about. He learns about. Well, okay, so, you know, and then you'll hear in in the New Testament that, oh, the, you know, these sacrifices, you know, like the Abraham, when he sacrificed Isaac or was going to, that was in similitude of the father offering the son. It was, you know, so all the, and, you know, God, Christian commentators are always saying they were all pointing towards Jesus. And this is saying, yeah, they were pointing towards Jesus, you know. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden he finds out, oh, it is that um he finds out why he was doing it. And in that day the Holy Ghost fell upon Adam. So he got he gets this Holy Ghost. And it beareth which beareth record of the Father and the Son. Um and uh henceforth and forever that thou hast fallen, thou ha- mayest be redeemed. You know, you can be redeemed. And all mankind, even as many as will. Um, where was I going? Oh, blessed be the name in verse 10. Blessed be the name of God, for because of my transgression, my eyes are opened. This is interesting. Because of my transgression, my eyes are opened. Because of taking the fruit, yeah. his eyes are opened. It was actually a good thing? Question mark? I don't yeah. know. And in this life, I shall have joy. And again, in the flesh, I shall see God. All right. Okay. But see what Eve says. And it's so Eve's wife heard all these things and was glad, saying, Were it not for our transgression, we never should have had seed and never should have known good and evil. And the joy of our redemption and the eternal life, which God giveth unto all the obedient. So it's. She's all like, this, dude, this is, we, it was a good thing that we did yeah, this. this is why we did it. This is, remember you were mad at me? Yeah. This is why we did it. Like, hey, we actually, it seems like it, right? Yeah. In, um, and then in the, the Book of Mormon, it clarifies it a little more. Second Nephi to, um, I'm getting there. Brandon, slowly, up, man. slowly. I love those uh, pages. Yeah. Um. Okay. In Second Nephi two verse twenty two, ongoing. And now, behold, if Adam had not transgressed, he would not have fallen, but he would have remained in the Garden of Eden, and all things which were created must have remained in the same state in which they were. After they were created, and they must have remained forever and had no end, just in that whatever state. And they would have had no children, wherefore they would have remained in a state of innocence, having no joy. Remember, Eve's like, hey, we can... uh, For they knew no misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. So just in this 
childlike innocent yeah. state. But behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things. In the wisdom of God, remember, Satan didn't know the mind of God. So he's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him to take this fruit. And all of a sudden, but the wisdom of God, who knoweth all things, Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy. And that's what they just both said just now. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's that's the, the Mormon doctrine of, or idea about the fall. Yeah. And so you, um, so and that's they, just interesting. Like, cause you, most Christian people are like, they screwed up so big. Yeah. Like it was a big, it was a big mistake. Yeah. And that we're, they, we're they, all paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so God was like, oh crap, they took the, no, they took the fruit. Oh, shoot. Okay. Now we're going to have to have Jesus come. I guess we're going to have to have, yeah, have a plan B. There now. goes that plan. Yeah. But put, but, a, put someone to guard the other tree, please. <laughs> guard the tree. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, but according to this, you know, it was, it's all part of it. It's all part of the, the bringing forth the immortality and eternal life of man. So, um, isn't there, there's another, there's, there's a Gnostic tradition where, right. I think I learned it from you actually. So you might know that the serpent actually was kind of like working like with kind of like a, an integral part of the, the fall, like, but not, but not an adversary of more like a, like oh yeah, yeah. A, like passed on. Yeah. And the not in the, in the Gnostic, um, thing, they, they say the, uh, I can't think of the who the spirits were there's sophia yeah. it was sophia she actually appeared as an eagle on a tree okay and was like you take the fruit because y'all the baoth that's right remember yeah okay it's all good y'all the bay the the god of this world that's you know and just like the devil the god of this world was like they he didn't want them taken of the he and that's you know, and according to the Gnostics, that's the the reason God commanded him not take of the fruit of tree of knowledge of good and evil, because Yaldabaoth, the god of this world, was a bad guy. Yeah, and he didn't want them to to ever right. realize their full potential. Exactly. And this one, so yeah, the serpent, and the, so it was Sophia wisdom who was like, "Take it, guys," you know, yeah, like an eagle, like an yeah. eagle, here on a tree, yeah, yeah, flew away with a serpent in her. Claws. Like the Mexican flag. <laughs> <laughs> um so then they taught their children the things that they that they saw. Yeah. Okay. To them. So yeah. Uh and Adam and Eve blessed the name of God, and they made these all these things known unto their sons and their daughters, which were already there. So yeah. before this, they were doing their sacrifices. They didn't know why they but they had had a bunch of uh, posterity. And they're like, okay, hey guys, we figure we we've been we've been taught why this why we do these things, and then Satan comes among them, and he says, "I am also a son of God." So Satan's like, "Hey, you're not the only one that's a son of God." Yeah, he's like, "I'm a son of God. I'm I was in heaven, you know." And so he says, and he, uh. Saying, believe it not, and they believed it not, for th- and they loved Satan more than God, 
And man began from that time to be carnal, sensual, and devilish. So to be clear, is it because and you might have said this, but I didn't catch it. Satan came among the children of Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah, not not Adam and Eve himself. Or he he might have tried, but the ones that actually became followed him were the ones that were the children. But it okay. One thing though, it seems like too though. Okay, so now that they they've received the word of God. You know about about the the reason they offer sacrifices about the Son of God coming mm-hmm. eventually. That that now they from once they learn the truth because you if you don't have knowledge of something you can't you can't um, sin. You know, sure, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah, you're you're innocent. Man. Yeah. So now that they've learned what they're supposed to do, now it says. From that time forward, they uh, and man began from that time forth to become to be carnal, sensual, and devilish. Yeah, good point. Once they got the knowledge, yeah. Before that, yeah. Good point. Before they were probably I don't know. Just, so they, there's no law, kind of thing. Yeah. Just, anyway, there's a whole thing in Book of Mormon that talks about that whole. That's right. But that's so. Um, from this time, so but most people chose to follow Satan, they you know the, of their sons and daughters, and as many as believed so, um, as many as believed in the Son and repented of their sins should be saved, and as many as believed not and repented not should be damned. Uh, so now in verse sixteen, yeah, this is where where our Okay. Some, some kids that we know and love. Uh, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, his wife, ceased not to call upon God. And Adam knew his wife, and then she conceived and bare Cain, and said, "I have gotten a man from the Lord." Yeah. Wherefore he may not reject his words, but behold, Cain hearkened not, saying. <laughs> Who is the Lord that I should know him? So all of a sudden, after after they've been taught all this stuff, all of a sudden Eve has a kid, and she's like, "Yes, I can teach this kid right from from the get go." You know that he's not gonna he's not gonna yeah uh, the truth yeah we're not, he's not everything gonna, we know we're not gonna he's not gonna be learning living in ignorance of what to do for most of his life yeah yeah and she's like I've gotten a, a man from the Lord. Wherefore, he may not reject his words. But, of course, Cain said, hey, well, Cain always says things like this, right? Who is the Lord that I should know him? Yeah. So, and as if, if you want more on Cain and Abel's, the really good story, look at the book of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Because that's the fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> that was the best. So, it's interesting uh, I mean this this one's not quite as fun as no, it's more like this one's point. dark. Yeah, and then um, and then Eve uh, had another had another kid, yeah. Abel, and Abel said something a little different. Well, he didn't say anything, he, but he hark but but Abel hearkened though. So he but he acted his actions was an Abel hearkened to the voice of the Lord. Yeah, and he was a keeper of sheep while Cain was a tiller of the ground. Yeah. And then 18, Cain loved Satan more than God. And, okay, this is interesting in this story. 
And Satan commanded him, saying, Make an offering unto the Lord. So why would Satan command Cain to make an offering to to the Lord? Okay, so in 19, in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Yep. Okay. And Abel brought the firstlings of his flock. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. So what was the... Yeah, why was what was it not respect for? Well, because what what was Adam commanded, according to this... They were commanded well, to get the firstlings of their flocks. The firstlings yeah. of their flocks. Yeah. It's not, it's not a fruit offering. They don't, at least, you know, it seems like. So it's like, well... So Satan's like, give him, give him an offering, but he he's making an offering that's not what God commanded. Cain brings the fruit of the ground, and then Abel brings the firstlings of his flock. So God's like, nah, I'll, I accept Abel's and not Cain's. Um, and Cain was very wroth. Yeah, with, well, with the Lord did missed, not respect it. Now so, Satan knew this. Yeah, it was his plan and all it along. Pleased him. He's, all, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, now who's tricking who? <laughs> He's all like, serious. So Satan finally maybe figured out some stuff because at first he didn't know the mind of God, but he knew. Yeah, yeah. If I have him go and offer the wrong offering, God's not going to accept it, and that'll really get his get hit under his skin so can't yeah his he's wroth and his countenance falls ticked off and then Mm. the lord even asks him why are you all mad why are you all mad man why is thy countenance fallen if thou doest well thou shalt be accepted and if thou doest not well sin lieth at the door and satan desireth to have thee and except thou shalt hearken unto my commandments i will deliver thee up and it shall be unto thee according to his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. That's interesting. It is. Just the idea, somehow, maybe because that Cain would rule over Satan. Anyway. So, um, and it, um, so Cain after he hears that, he's wroth in 26. Listen not anymore to the voice of the Lord, neither to Abel. So Abel's like, hey, dude, you need a sheep? I'll give you one. No, I'm good. I don't know if Abel did that, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the whole thing where Abel's like a little goody-goody. Where he's sure. like, I hate Abel. Yeah. He's like, mom, dad, will you teach me how to do an offering? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, but uh, um, and Adam and Eve even are like, oh, Cain, no. And uh, did we miss the twenty four though? That was interesting. After he goes and for, after he says and, and after you will rule over him, and from this time forth you shall be the father of lies. Thou shall be called perdition, for thou wast also before the world. Okay. What about it? It's like. Hey, I want you to follow me and do the things you're supposed to do. But like before the world was, you were like 
you know. Oh, you're saying that he was. Well, it's like he's saying that he hasn't even killed Abel yet. And he's already saying like. He's saying, hey, if you don't, you got to be, you're going to. But he's saying there's, you follow me. Hey, it's going to be good. I'm going to do this. But if not, you're going to be led down a really bad road. So he's just predicting like. He's just giving them like yeah, a I don't think up, he's like, saying you're going to end up being like hey yeah back. I don't think he's saying I don't think there he's saying like is you I knew from the beginning you're going to be you're bad news <laughs> no I don't think that's what he's saying so he's just predicting it like this is what's going to happen if you don't do this yeah I mean I don't know the prediction and I even thing. have a name that I'm going to call you if you do follow that path yeah you'll be I'll call you perdition if you keep on doing this <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sons of perdition, there's a whole thing in Doctrine and Covenants that talks about it. Yeah. I don't know if that would put any clarification or if we need to. I don't think it really matters. But, so, So Cain's Cain's pissed. And Adam and Eve were sad. And then in, uh, and it came to pass that Cain took one of his brother's daughters to wife, not the ugly daughter, remember? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but this exactly. the, this doesn't have it. Can't remember her name, but yeah. But one of his brother's daughters, sorry, if I don't know if it's Abel's even. It could have been another brother. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It, is, it does save his brother. Yeah, and they love Satan more than God. And in twenty nine, read this. Well, it couldn't have been. Huh? It couldn't have been one of his. It couldn't have been one of Abel's daughters. Oh yeah. Right. But anyways, oh yeah, you're right. One, one of his, his older brothers, 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 one of his older brothers, you know, who he, yeah. he liked a lot. Well, yeah, because they were. Uh, it said back at the thing that most of these guys rejected God's, you know, teachings of the gods. Whenever Adam and Eve, yeah, so they they liked Satan more, and that's why Eve was so excited. Yes, a new little baby boy, little Cain. He's gonna. Oh, I'm gonna raise him up just right, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna love him and but one of her grandkids, him and like his cheeks. One of her grandkids was a looker, and she took him, and and they started loving Satan more than God. Yep. So, uh, and then in 29. Oh, yes, this is a great part here. And Satan said unto Cain, "Swear unto me by thy throat, and if thou tell it, and if thou tell, thou shalt lie, and swear thy brethren by their heads." And by the living God, that they tell it not. For if they tell it, they shall surely die. And this, that thy father may know it. and May that, not know. May not know it. Thank you. And this day I will deliver thy brother Abel into thine hands. Okay, so Satan's like, okay, I want you to swear me an oath, but by thy throat. So he's, what you do in, a, in, the, in the old way is you go. Yeah. Put your thumb across your throat. Yeah, gruesome. Like, I'll... If I if I don't do whatever I swear, I'll cut my own throat. You know, it's a death oath. Yeah, yeah. And also, but he's getting a following yeah. also of the brethren. So this is um, that they swear. So, and he's like, if you do this, you come up. Uh, this is this evil covenant you make. This these dark. Dark oaths, I guess. Sure. And and then you, you swear your brothers to do it. If not, you'll chop off their heads, you know, kind of thing. And uh, and I will deliver Abel into thine hands. 
and Satan swear unto Cain that he would do according to his commands. So Satan's like, you, I'll do what what you want me to do, kind yeah. of thing. There's it's like this like dark this the Lord, satanic stuff. The Lord predicted a few a few oh, that's phrases what, ago. Yeah, thou shalt rule over him. Yeah, he's like you'll you'll have me to you. You know, I'll grant you yeah. your wildest dreams or whatever. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm sure that's you know, what he said. He did say my, his wildest dreams. And then Cain said, uh, and all these things were done in secret. So there's secret dark oaths, yeah, with the creepy. devil. And then, and then Cain said, "Truly, I am Mahan, the master of this great secret, that I may murder and get gain." Wherefore Cain was called Master Mahan, and he gloried in his wickedness. <laughs> and Satan's so, like, "Oh no, this is not. This is worse than I was thinking." He's going crazy with his power. He's losing it. No, Satan's like, "Yes." He's like standing behind a bush, like halfway, like, <laughs> like. They will be in my power. <laughs> and uh, so this is the first, this dark covenants that they make. So, I, I may murder yeah. and get gain. Yeah. That's the whole power. You know, the whole thing about this, this. And Cain went into the field and Cain talked to Abel and he kills him, rose up against yeah. him, slew him. And in 33, Oh, 33. That's one of those Masonic numbers. Is it? 30, supposedly. Okay. 33. And Cain gloried in that which he had done, saying, I am free. Surely the flocks of my, of my brother falleth into mine hands. So he did it. And then, of course, God's like... Like, like clockwork. Hey, like clockwork, whenever someone like does something they're not supposed to do, like, within moments... I'm just walking through... <laughs> Have you seen Abel? <laughs> I love it. He always he always gives him a chance though. Like, That's the thing. So like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like say like, I know get out. I know where you're at. Or he doesn't like uh, like why'd you kill it? He's like here. I'm gonna give you a chance to confess. Maybe I do that with my kids often too. Like gosh, have you seen the where'd that box of cookies go? It's like I don't. I mean, you wouldn't have taken it. <laughs> they start crying. I did it. I love whenever you know a kid's lying, though. Like, no, I don't know. Never saw it. But uh, so he gives him a chance, but he asks where Abel, his brother, is at. And that's the famous line of Cain saying, Am I my brother's keeper? Isn't that a famous line? Yeah. Okay. There's a mark set upon Cain. Lest any finding him should kill him. Yep. This is where whosoever slayeth the vengeance shall be taken on him. Yep. Sevenfold. Sevenfold. Yes. Avenged. Sevenfold. And I'll set a mark upon gain. I you never get to see what the mark is that because it seems like it's a protection. Yeah, so he will know not to kill him. But why? Why it seems like today that kind of that interpretation of what was meant here has turned into something that doesn't seem to be applicable to this phrase. yeah well anyway so cain was shut out of the from the presence of the lord with his wife and many of his brethren and dwelt in the land of nod i love that i love that name the land of nod is that in puff the magic dragon don't they go to the land of nod it seems i, f- I feel like that's correct or no land of honey oh it's hollow dragon good gosh he's got one of those the land of Alali. <laughs> okay. Whatever. So anyway, so so 
Enoch goes out, or Cain has a kid named Enoch. It's not the Enoch that we. But it's always it's de- it's definitely um, confusing though. Well, yeah, they they just have only a few names. That they yeah, you know, I mean, it was a good name, and uh, there's so they they start multiplying. They kind of go so uh, unto Enoch was born Irad, and they have sons and daughters, and Muhajael, and anyway, mm-hmm. let's just yeah. So all of a sudden, and let's skip down to forty six or oh no, forty seven. Okay, yeah. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. And that story was in the... We yeah. Did that in the, we did that in our first, like, whatever, like a third or fourth episode we did. Yeah. That. yeah. And that, that story, this one's different from even that extra biblical story. It's not... Yeah. It's because in that one... The guy with Lamech was blind and he was out there with his kid and all of a sudden the they're protecting flocks and the kid thought he saw an animal. He killed it was and Cain. so he, like what's his name? Aims a bow or something and shoots it and it it kills yeah, it's Cain. It ends up Cain was coming to visit Lamech. Yeah. And and then he gets pissed at his He's beard. like, What? And he beats his son. He's like, I I freaking killed our my you know, grandfather. And then also I killed Grandpa Cain. Yeah, so then he kills the kid. Yeah, and so that's why the anyway. So, the, but this one is he's saying I've slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt, and you know whatever. Uh, and then forty nine kind of clarifies why he did this for Lamech having entered into a covenant with Satan after the manner of Cain. Wherein he became Master Mahan, master of that great secret which was administered unto Cain by Satan, and Irad, the son of Enoch, having known their secret, began to reveal it to the sons of Adam. Ooh. You can't reveal it. So here's Irad. He was he was actually the great he was an older guy, but he started saying telling at sons of Adam, Hey, dude, this these guys are like they got these secret covenants. He's I put a tell all book. He 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 oh, wrote a yeah. tell-all book, like, yep. like they're, like they're, it's it's a secret that is supposed to be kept secret, and all of a sudden, so in verse fifty, and then Lamech being angry, he slew him, not like unto Cain, his his brother Abel, for the getting the stick of gain, but he slew him for the oath's sake. So he didn't get it. He didn't kill. There's no gain for the gain. He killed. To keep the oath secret. He's like, you don't tell anybody. So it wasn't even, it was even worse. He wasn't even trying to get anything. He was trying to keep the secret secret. Yeah. For from the days of Cain, there was a secret combination and their works were in the dark. For they knew every man his brother. Yeah. So they had a way to know each other. Yeah. They had like their, their handshakes and stuff. And so the Lord cursed Lamech and his house and all of them had and all of them that had covenanted with Satan for they kept not the commandments of God and it and it displeased God and he administered not unto them and their works were abominations and began to spread among all the sons of men yeah. and it was among the sons of men now the um I think the wives it was a nice part. The, the wives of Lamech were actually were. They're like, no, we don't. We don't put up with this crap. 
So they, they exposed Lamech. So Lamech had to go on the run. He had to leave. Yeah. He's on the land. That must be hard because wasn't he blind? No, not in this story. <laughs> but so he did it, you know, in the in the one story he did it accidentally. And this yeah. one he he killed and uh to keep the secret. So Lamech was a spies and cast out. Yep, and thus the works of darkness began to prevail among all the sons of men. So but at the same time the gospel began to be preached and declared by holy angels sent forth from the presence of God. Um so do you want to do we want to go into Enoch and stuff? I mean, how long have we been going? Um we're at two hours now. Holy shit. There was like there was about ten minutes there that we're gonna cut out, but yeah. So yeah, we got like an hour it's almost two hours of a video right now. Jeez. Good gosh, we're only on six. I mean, okay, well then we're gonna what should we, we're do, gonna... should we do the Seth starting from Seth on the next episode? Yeah. Well there's not much to say about I mean we can go into the Enoch the next episode. How about okay. that? Okay. All right. Well, so now you got to hear some of the insights of us trying to figure out where <laughs> we're going to go. So we've been going for a while. Um, and I think we're just going to end it for today. Do you want to just end it for? T- yeah. Yeah. Because then I can do more, make, even put, more research. Put, keep everybody on their toes. That's right. So, okay. Yeah, that went longer than I thought. But it's pretty interesting to see... Kind of some of the things that are put into that Joseph Smith put into to adding to the the Genesis story. Yeah, and uh, it's I think it's something that most people are like, "What? I didn't even no most most people don't even know about this." Yeah. So even even most people that are that practice the Mormon, it's a sealed book, Brandon. It's it's just kind of one of the it's, it's there's a lot to it. That's why I'm not, I'm not saying that it's like hidden. There's yeah. just a lot to it. So yeah. So anyway, so next time we're gonna continue on in the Book of Moses, and then we're gonna get into Enoch, which is pretty cool because there was you know, um, there's some there is some parallels. Yep. Yeah. Look at this man. There's a lot of stuff to yeah. go over. So we'll have a nice good episode. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. Um, and uh, we will talk to you next time alright And dwell in the land of Nod. I love that. I love that name. The land of Nod. Is that in Puff the Magic Dragon? Don't they go to the land of Nod? It seems, I, f- I feel like that's correct. Oh, no. Land of Hanani. Oh, it's Hanani. Hanani. Puff the Magic Dragon. Good gosh. He's got one of those. The land of Hanani. <laughs>